if you will go with me to the book of Mark chapter, I'll read four verses, how about that? Chapter 14, verse number 3, it says, And being in Bethany in the house of Simon the leper, as he sat at meat, there came a woman having an alabaster box of ointment of spikenard, very precious. Somebody say it was very precious. And she broke the box and poured it on his head. And there were some that had indignation within themselves and said, Why was this waste of the ointment made? For it might have been sold for more than 300 pence and have been given unto the poor. And they murmured against her. She came to worship Him. They came and murmured against her. Now, we have a juxtaposition. We have a contrast between them and with her. And I just wonder, I I know we all know the right answer, but which one of them is on the right side? Now, we could have our own opinion, but how about what Jesus said? He said, let her alone. Why trouble you her? She has wrought a good work on me. There was one in the whole crowd that was willing to praise her God. There was one in the whole crowd that was willing to break something so that God could get the glory. I want to preach for just a few moments today on refusing to be part of the silent majority. That makes me want to dance right now. If you refuse to be part of the silent majority, I want you to lift your hands or clap your hands, whatever you do, but lift your voice unto the Lord. God, you're worthy today. God, you're worthy today. We give you the glory. We give the honor. We give you all of the praise. In Jesus' name, you can be seated for just a few moments today. The Bible says that God inhabits the praises of His people. That literally means that He is enthroned by our praises. Our praises, uh, they, they cause an atmosphere in which God dwells. He comes down amongst us whenever we praise Him. I don't know about you today, but I need His presence in my life. I Well, can I just preach how I feel today? I believe we cannot afford to come together on a Sunday morning and God not have His way in our midst. And if He's going to have His way in our midst, we've got to create an atmosphere where He can flow, where He can move. It is based on what we do. If you think for a moment that God's just going to come in here and do whatever He feels like doing without our participation, you have got another thing coming. He is waiting upon us to create the atmosphere where He can move. Hey, some of you, you've got serious needs. Some of you have serious family needs and you need God to move. If God's going to move, we've got to create an atmosphere in which He can move. The prophet Elisha, who had a double portion of Elijah's spirit, Brother Pat, they're in the wilderness and they're about to, uh, they're thirsting to death. They're about to perish. They've had no water, nothing to drink for three days. And the king comes to Elisha and says, Elisha, we need a word from the Lord. And Elisha, the powerful man that he was. Somebody look at your neighbor and say, he was powerful. Elijah was powerful, but Elisha had a double portion 
Elijah did many miracles, but Elisha did twice as many miracles. And Elisha said, out here in the middle of this wilderness, where there's nothing to drink and we're in a bad way, I'm a powerful man of God, no doubt about it, but do you have a minstrel, he said. Do you have somebody that can begin to play a song of praise? Because even the powerful man of God needed an atmosphere where God could move. Hey, we ought to sing a new song unto the Lord. We ought to sing praises unto the Lord. We ought to give Him everything that we can because He is worthy. Now, I don't want to be part of a silent majority. If modern religion will tell us that we can just come and go through some type of uh, rhetorical pattern, that we can just come to church and we can fold our hands and and uh, let let the let the professional musicians let don't y'all wish you were professional? <laughs> let 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 all the the experts, the talented folks, they can play and they can sing and we'll come and we'll enjoy. Uh, if that's if that's your idea of what religion is supposed to be, you have a misunderstanding with the scripture because the Bible said, "Let everything that hath breath praise ye the Lord." I refuse to be part of the silent majority. God gave me breath. I intend to give Him praise out of that breath. Can I tell you that? Now, just just hold on a minute. Don't leave me now. But I want to tell you that what the world is looking for is really in the presence of God. Forgive me for just a moment, and young preachers, I'm going to break a rule that I told you not to break, so you don't do it, but, but I, I, just, I just got to share this with you. The world is trying to drink their troubles away. But Peter said, these men are not drunk, as you suppose, seeing it is yet the third hour of the day, but this is that which was spoken up by the prophet Joel. If you've got troubles, you can come to the house of God and you can drink your troubles away. Be not drunk with wine wherein is excess, but be ye filled with the Spirit. There's something that happens when we get in the presence of God. It may not make my troubles disappear, but it will help me and give me. I won't have a hangover. I won't have any regrets. I won't wake up tomorrow morning and, and wonder if, if, I'm, if I've done something I wasn't supposed to do. But I've got to get in the presence of God. In His presence is fullness of joy. There's joy unspeakable and full of glory. The world wants to drink their troubles away. But Jesus said, If a man thirsts, let him come unto me. And I will give him from the waters of life freely. Brother Josh likes to make fun of my title that I preached years ago. The drinks are on the house. The drinks really are on the house. He said, Let him come unto me and drink if any man would thirst. We live in a world that's looking for the presence of God. They don't know that's what they're looking for, but what they're singing about, what they're reaching for, what they're desiring is the presence of God. i got to give you one more. Okay, Brother Frankie? Got to give you one more. (laughs) Brother Tommy, David is so excited about bringing the Ark of the Covenant back to Jerusalem. I feel the presence of God right now. 
He's bringing the Ark of the Covenant back to Jerusalem. And he can't make it but about six steps before he decides i got to sacrifice and I've got to dance before the Lord with all of my might. What was he dancing about? He was dancing because the presence of God was coming back to Jerusalem. And it says that he danced before the Lord with all of his might. He didn't care what was going on around him. Brother Pat, there were nobles, no doubt, that were looking at him. There were leaders in the country, no doubt, that were looking at him. In fact, his wife Michael was staring down at him from her window, looking, literally looking down, but also figuratively looking down. And she, she, uh, she uh, confronted him about that. How glorious was the king today as he just uncovered himself before the common people down there as you danced before the Lord. And David said these words, or as you danced before the people, but David said these words, it was before the Lord. Can I just for just a moment tell you, he was dancing like nobody was watching. We need to dance like nobody is watching. The Bible does command us to praise. Let's just let's just read some scripture today. Uh, Psalm one hundred fifty. Praise ye the Lord. Somebody say Amen. amen. Praise God in His sanctuary. Praise Him in the firmament of His power. Praise Him for His mighty acts. Praise Him according to His excellent greatness. You know that means as good as God is, we ought to give Him that kind of praise. According to his, I spoke to the leaders last week and today about we want to have excellence in every department and we want excellence in this church. Some of you are thinking, I wish we had excellence in the preaching, but I'm trying real hard. But we ought to have excellent praise because we are praising an excellent God. Praise him according to his excellence. You know what that means, Brother Pat? It means. If I can clap my hands, I ought to clap my hands. If I've got breath in my body, I ought to praise His name. If I can carry a tune in a bucket, or if I can't even find my bucket, I ought to praise Him with a song. It means... It means if I've got to be in a walker or a wheelchair and somebody help me in the building, I'm still going to give Him everything that I... Sister Kathy, I know you can only get your hands this high, but if that's the best you can do, keep doing it. I know, Sister Rachel, if you can only clap your hands this loud, if that's the best you can do, keep on doing it. But to the rest of us that are able-bodied, if you can stand and shout, we ought to stand and shout. If we can clap our hands and shout unto God, if you can run, you ought to run. If you can dance, you ought to Why? Because he deserves excellent praise. Praise him with the sound of the trumpet. Praise him with a song. Now, somebody needs to decide. Y'all don't stop. But somebody needs to decide. I'm not going to be part of a silent majority. I am going to praise him who is worthy of all of my praise. Praise Him with the dance. Praise Him with stringed instruments and organs. Praise Him on the loud cymbals. Praise Him upon the high-sounding cymbals. Let everything that hath breath praise ye the Lord. Praise ye the Lord. 
He's worthy. He's worthy. He's worthy. That lady walked in. Jesus was at dinner. Maybe he didn't see her coming up behind him. I don't know. But there was something inside of her. She said, I have got to pour this ointment on him. Now the Bible says in Mark that she broke the box. I don't know what that means. And the box was probably just a vial. It wasn't a, it wasn't a, a box like we think of a box. But it says that she broke it. And as I studied on that, I don't know that that means, and I might ruin a lot of other people's really good messages, but I don't think that that means she just destroyed that thing. In, in that culture, in that day, this, the vial would have probably been stoneware and it would have just had a, a cap that sat on top of it. You can imagine what I'm talking about. But the, because of the, the, the nature of the ointment the, the, that was inside of there, they would want to keep that sealed. And so they would seal it with wax so that that ointment, that odor would not leak out. It would be contained inside that vessel. Oh, I need to talk to somebody today. You've got some praise contained inside your vessel. You've got some worship contained inside your vessel. But you can't pour it out until you decide, I'm going to break that wax seal. And once it's broken, then I can pour. I wish somebody would clap your hands and say, I am going to break the seal. I refuse to be part of the silent majority. I want you to stand to your feet right now. I told you I wasn't going to preach long. I want you to stand to your feet right now because I have a verse for you. If the music will come, you can sing whatever you want to sing. But I have this verse that I want you to get a hold of because this is what I felt so strongly this morning as I was in here in prayer. And that is that many of us are dealing with heaviness. I'm going to read the verse, but, but in Isaiah he talks about the spirit of heaviness. God help us. Lift your hands right now. God help us right now. Oh God help us right now. Just keep praying, just keep praying. Brother Josh, you are dead on. The enemy wants to come and attack individuals. He would love to pick you off, make you frustrated. Whether because of physical ailment, whether because of family circumstances, whether just because of of facts of life that have happened, the enemy would like to insert in your life heaviness, depression. We'd like to separate you from the church of the living God. We'd like like to separate you from God Himself. But there is an antidote to heaviness. This heaviness, even in, the, in, in Hebrew, that word heaviness, it, it means, one, one interpretation of it is like smoke that's just rising slowly. It's just a sluggishness. You drift whatever way the wind blows. We cannot be like that. We've got to blow the way the Holy Ghost is blowing. We need to go with the flow of God. He says this. This is, this is Jesus uh, prophetically in Isaiah Chapter 61, he says, To appoint them that mourn in Zion to give them beauty for ashes, 
the oil of joy for mourning, and the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. Can I talk to you for just a second? Do you think for a moment that this Mary that carried that vial into that, into that house so that she could anoint Jesus with it, do you think she skipped in there giddy and gleefully? She was a harlot. She was downtrodden by this world. She no doubt had made bad decisions and no doubt bad things had happened in her life. But there was something on the inside of her that said, no matter what's going on in my life, there's a Jesus. There is a Jesus that's worthy. You'll find her later, Brother Pat. You'll find her at the tomb. You'll find her later. You'll find that Jesus says, wherever my story is told, you make sure you tell her story. Why? Because she was willing to break and she was willing to pour. When she was willing to break and willing to pour, something happens when we begin to pour out our praise and heaviness has to depart. We put on our... If you'll just move today, God wants to help you. If you'll just move today, God wants to help you. Thank you, Brother Anderson. If you'll just move today, God wants to help you. David said, I will bless the Lord at all times. I will bless the Lord at all times. Not just when everything's going well. Not just when everything's going smoothly. Not just whenever I feel like it. But I will bless the Lord at all times. I'm done preaching. I'm done preaching. But if you'll move, God's going to touch you today. There is an antidote. Wait, I got to teach you something. Hold on just a second. Hold on just a second. Praise. Praise is a garment. Brother Tommy, if I want to wear a jacket to church, I can wear a jacket to church. If I don't want to, I don't have to. It's a choice whether I put it on or not. And he said he's given us the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. If you'll choose to put on the garment of praise, God is bound by his law. He's going to come. He's going to touch you. He's going to give you encouragement.